Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Big Lee's World Podcast. It is I, your host, Big Lee, once again, coming to you live from Big Lee's Boom Boom Room right here in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. And today, I've been talking about it for a while, that it was going to happen, and today it has finally happened. I have with me today, as a special guest on the podcast, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Shannon Stinson. Shannon, how are you doing today? Whoop, whoop. I am doing fantastic. At least right now, I am hoping that uh, Lee's very animated here, waving his arms around and stuff as he talks. I'm hoping I don't get knocked in the head, so if you hear me say, ouch, um, it's because Lee is literally giving me a black eye. I really thought you were going to complain because I had you turn the air conditioner off before we started recording to cut down on the background noise. Well, that too. If you hear like uh, where it's raining outside, it's not. It's the sweat dripping from my forehead down to my. Well, right now it is kind of sweating a little bit on him here, so we're going to get right into it. So I guess first things first, I have to start this out with an apology to you. About time. I got to see what this apology is about because it could be a long, long list. Well, no, no. This is a legitimate apology. Apparently today, like, you know, I try to be a more open-minded person and not really try to offend anybody <laughs> or step on their toes. You're lying, You're lying. So, something was brought to my attention that offended you today. And upset you, and I wanted to go ahead and address it first things first on the podcast so we can clear the air and start on a fresh slate here. I apologize for taking a picture of you today and making you look fat on the advertisement for questions today for people to ask you on the podcast. So, my sincerest apologies for making you look out of shape. Thank you for the apology. I do ask that in the future... You just work to correct that. I think you need to get more of my right side. That's my skinnier side. Oh, really? The right side is? It is. Look at you. We're not even two and a half minutes into the podcast, and you're already leaning to the right. (laughs) So, this is probably going to be more than one of the wilder episodes of the podcast. So... Well, uh, this is how we get that explicit rating, not necessarily for vulgarity, but for the fact that we uh, we may get a little wild, and it, someone may end up with that black eye, and it may not be for me waving my hands around. Uh-oh. So, I mean, let, let, let's just start here kind of at the beginning. I mean, if you put me and you, our attributes, side by side on a piece of paper, Anybody that looks at it would be like, these two have to be like the most two bipolar opposite people. Although, if anybody looks at us, they automatically assume that we're brothers. And I don't see it. You're a whole lot uglier than I am. <laughs> and I set the bar pretty low, so. Fair enough. Uh, I don't think I would agree with that. I think I am the, the prettier one since I do resemble Brad Pitt in many ways. Brad Pitt? Do you know who Brad Pitt is? Yeah, married to Angelina Jolie. He was rated the sexiest man alive a few times. I don't think they've been married in years, but... They got divorced? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. They adopted all them kids and then 
they were like, whoa, this seems like a bad idea and got a divorce. I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty for sure that they got a divorce. Interesting. We are not the people to be talking pop culture with. So, first things first, do you remember how we met? I do remember how we met. Uh, We met at the Popper Bluff um, store that we used to work at. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I, I was at the door, or as Lee says, a glorified door greeter. Hey, nobody greets a door quite like Shannon Stinson does. Whoop, thank you <laughs> much. Um, and I ended up going to lunch with him. Uh, during that lunch, I thought I was going to die. Because uh, we went to eat at the uh, KFC buffet that went across the street during lunchtime. Neither one of us really wanted to drive there, so we ran, well, ran as fast as we could um, in between cars to get to the KFC. I mean, let's be honest here, though. If a car would have hit either one of us, it would have done more damage to the car than it would have us. This is very true. But I still think, like, there's a part of that story that you did not tell. So, back in 2011... Which, at the time of this recording, I don't know if you realize this, you know, that's like eight years ago. We've been friends for eight years now. Wow. Talk about when life started going downhill. This is true. For me. I mean, it was an upgrade for you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we both uh, worked for a mobile communications company. And uh, it was kind of interesting, our situation. Which I want to hear more f- from you about yours and how you ended up in this situation. I know how I did. I know that we were both set to work for the same store down in Sykeston. However, when uh, we both got out of training, our store wasn't ready to be opened yet. So we got, I won't say displaced, but we were pretty well sent somewhere else to work in the meantime. Now, I know that I was still living down in Gideon and I was having to go to Cape. And I know that... um, that company had a certain, certain I won't call it a bylaw, but a policy to where if you were X amount of miles from where you lived to where you worked, they had to put you in a hotel. So after about a week of me having to be in a hotel, I had a meeting with what would then be the store manager for our store in Sykeston, and it was like, hey, can you put me in Popper Bluff to train while we're getting the Sykeston store ready? because y'all don't want to really put me in a hotel for a couple more weeks. And it's a whole lot easier for me just to go from getting into Popper Bluff and instead of going to try to do the hotel and go all that fun stuff. So they agreed and they sent me to Popper Bluff, which I was glad they did because I think we got a unique experience that others didn't. Because it kind of felt like, and I'll, I'll get your opinion on this here in a second as well. It kind of felt like with the way that everything was laid out as far as like with the locations of the stores. Popper Bluff had a completely different vibe from what Sykeston had and what Cape had. And even only up to Farmington, it was something different about Popper Bluff, which I really liked. But um, how did you end up in Popper Bluff? Yeah, so I went... Uh to training a completely different uh, place than everybody else. And my training was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They flew me out there for a few weeks. Uh, 
with that nice uh, food ration that they give us. Um, oh, that was a nice food ration. That was. Um, so nobody else that was in my train was going to be in Sykes. Um, so whenever, and this was a completely different region. So the area sales managers, all that was not over this area where I was at. Uh, last day of training, they basically uh, said, you need to go to this store and meet with this manager. And whenever I got that information, it said Popper Bluff on it. So, you know, I'm calling around to make sure there was no mix-up in there. And, uh, I was told for the first couple weeks that I would be working out of the Popper Bluff location because they only had one SSR at the time. Um, now, for those listening, what does SSR stand for? Sales um, support representative. I was going to say it seems like a pretty weird way to set up, or to abbreviate door greeter, but okay. Yeah, whenever you ask me what SSR stood for, I have to admit I was trying to think of something clever, but <laughs> not quick enough there. But uh, the popper, That's the story of your life. Uh, uh, not to the wise. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne, we're going to apologize in advance for that, and I'm sure he's probably got a couple more in him. Most likely. But uh, the Cape location already had multiple SSRs, so there is really no room for me there. Mm -hmm. uh, so they brought me to Popper Bluff because there's only one. And uh, that store honestly needed two. Um, so I went there. Now, I want to touch on something else Lee said. That the culture in uh, the two stores were definitely different. Uh, my first time at the Popper Bluff store, when I started there, uh, the SSR that was there actually um, had to go to the doctor for a couple hours. So I get to this new store, never worked a a minute of being an SSR and kind of thrown into it. Uh, first customer that goes comes into the door, uh, picks up his or takes his phone, throws it, hits me in the chest, saying this <laughs> piece of junk does not work. Um, and that is how everything started for me. See, I'm glad that we both kind of had a similar experience there because I'll never forget my first customer at the Popper Bluff store there for the mobile communication company. Uh, do you remember them little Wi-Fi boxes, the little MiFi's? I do. First customer I had came in and said, hey, I need one of those little white uh, internet boxes. Well, they didn't call it a MiFi. I forgot what they called it then. And uh, I was like, oh, great, look at this. You know, we're getting paid, you know, we're getting paid on adding new lines of service here. Awesome. So I go in the back. I get it. This is my excitement. I'm ready. I get to the register. I don't think I remember in training how to do one of these. I don't even, you know, they kind of taught us in uh, sales training how to do, uh, like, phone lines, upgrades, things like that. But I don't remember them teaching the uh, air cards. That's the word I was thinking about, the air cards. So I was just kind of like, oh, I wasn't expecting this right off the bat. So once I uh, got that, and then uh, I kind of was, you know getting my feet wet there and then i talked to the ssr see not always the glorified door greeter no. i mean you were still in training so you weren't glorified yet this is true. 
And uh, I forgot what it was. But uh, I remember the thing that got us to start talking to one another. Was both bald and fat. Well, I mean, besides <laughs> that, we both walked from one end to the store and we were out of breath sweating. Like, whoo, whoo. Why can't they let us wear shorts and sandals here? Mm-hmm. But um, whatever it was that got us talking, asked each other about wrestling. And uh, you're like, you watch wrestling? And I was like, well, yeah. And then kind of the same reaction. It's like, wait, there's someone else here that watches wrestling? Which is kind of interesting now, because fast forward eight years, and neither one of us really watches the WWE, unless they're kind of uh, just thrown into it, or there's literally nothing else to do. I, I agree. I typically don't like watching TV shows that are not any good, so that's why yeah, I, I can watch that. I can relate to that. That's why I quit watching Fox News once they got uh, rid of Glenn uh, Beck. Oh, uh, and it begins... <laughs> I think we're at like the 13 minute, 15 second mark there, so let that be the benchmark of where this starts. But no, so honestly, this kind of shows you your poor judgment in life, because not only did you meet somebody else that watched wrestling and be like, wait, I could be friends with this person, knowing that, and look at him, and he's a wrestling fan, and he drives a little old red truck with uh, stickers on the back. But, you let me convince you that it would be a completely safe and good ideal to walk across, what is that, Westwood, I believe is what that street is called. Literally across the street at lunchtime to KFC for a buffet. How did you think that was a good idea? I don't think that was my idea. I believe that was more your idea. I mean... I feel like it's probably a group consensus. Yeah. So, <laughs> anybody that knows Lee knows that nothing that he does is a group consensus. He tells people what to do and, and uh, uh, make sure that they carry through to his will. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to call that a group consensus, <laughs> we'll call that a group consensus. I don't know if it's exactly 110% true there, sir. I mean, I take I, I take into or into consideration, I should say, other people's opinion. Now, I may do it and laugh, but you know, I take them into you know consideration. But like I said, going back to Popper Bluff, and you making poor choices, and the fact that you stuck with me being friends through that month that we were down there training, much less for eight years, amazes me, just for the fact of like. One of my last days in Popper Bluff before we were transitioning to Sykeston was that Shannon seen me lose my cool. I don't know if you remember this story. Oh, uh, with not getting changed? Yes. If you want to go ahead and tell that story. Uh, so, <laughs> Lee needed to, I, I believe I got this right, needed to, what was it, a customer had come in and basically taken all your your money so you only had $100 bills in there. Yeah, and it was right before closing. At the end of the shift, we always want to close with uh, $100 in the register with um, mixed currency. So the person who opens will have a little bit of ones, fives, tens, twenties, and all the change in there. Uh, Lee had asked multiple times uh, for someone to make change for him because we're... uh, the main money stash was was behind a a safe that we did not have access to. 
I remember him asking a few times throughout the day. <laughs> Nobody would do it. Uh, and what we got, what I said earlier, where Lee doesn't do things as a consensus. He tells people what to do. <laughs> that's his consensus. But on that, I agree with him on this one since no one would help him. He closed that drawer uh, with, with a $100 bill in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, and. I may have not have been the most friendless about it either. And I may have said a few choice words when I did it and walked out. But hey, they soon learned that I was not afraid to stand up for myself. I mean, honestly, I don't think they probably really cared in that moment because they was just getting ready to leave. But we wrapped our time up in Popper Bluff and then we went to Sykeston. Boy, oh boy, did we leave our mark on Sykeston, Missouri. We did, we did. That that was a f- very fun time. It I, was, I really enjoyed uh, everything about it, from the drive that I did to the people I worked with, what I was doing. I really enjoyed it. I, I would have to say, of a lot of the jobs that I've had, working in the Sykeston location ranks up there probably within the top two. So I, I I tell people all the time, it's like, if I could go back to that time, like circa 2011, like the last half of 2011, and all the way up to probably towards the end of 2012, I would in a heartbeat, because we had an absolute blast. We met a lot of crazy characters down there. And this is probably where some of y'all may want to fast forward, or if some of y'all get easily offended, this is probably not the part of the podcast for you, because we're going to talk about some of the people that we met down there. (laughs) First and foremost, the Dirty Gypsies. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Lord, the Dirty Gypsies. Let me tell you something. Alvar down in that area, there was a group of gypsies. And that's not a racial term. That's not an offensive term. That's what they identified as were gypsies. And they were dirty. They stank. Really bad. Really bad. Like, I'm talking about a mixture of cheap cigarettes, doo-doo, and cat pee. <laughs> yes. If you could mix those three smells together... That's what the dirty gypsies smelt like. They came into the store. Whew. I get I, nightmares just thinking about it. I do too. And then, I fast forward. Well, I won't say fast forward. Anybody's listening to these or knows me, like, I can't stay on a timeline of stories for anything. Like, I jump back and forth. You know, talking about that made me think about the time where you got in trouble because we all knew that the gypsies had less than stellar credit. And you could not offer them all of the products that this mobile communication company offered because you knew that they could not pass the credit due to multiple attempts of trying. So, I think that's funny. But, there is somebody else I want to ask if you remember. And the worst part about it is I can't remember this guy's name. And you may or you may not... But I'm sure you remember this guy. But he was an older guy. He traded his car in all the time. He came into the office 
with one of the Pantech flip phones. He's an older guy, and he always stood out because on the Pantech flip phone, he had was some girl's titties. <laughs> do you remember this older gentleman? Now that you are talking about it, I do. I couldn't tell Is you it because it I said titties you remember? <laughs> no, it was uh, the person who kept trading in all the time. Trading so, in the cars, yeah. yeah. So, I, I remember that. I wish I could remember his name and see what he's up to now. Mm-hmm. I saw him, uh, I guess this was right after I left Sykes, and I went back down that way because I got family down in the area. But um, I remember seeing him at Walmart, and uh, I think that was the last time I seen him. But I've always had so many questions about it. Like, I wanted to ask him that I couldn't really ask him while I was at work. Like, whose titties are those? <laughs> Is it somebody you know? How did you get the titty pic? Like, did someone send it to you? Was you somewhere and you just took a random pic of some girl that was running around shirtless? Like, these are the things inquiring minds need to know about. I agree. Uh, I just wanted to go back to the gypsies for a moment. Okay. Because there was... <laughs> when we say gypsies, there was like five of them. They would almost all come in at least once a week. Uh, and... Uh, I try my best to keep things clean, but not offend customers. I would always try to take a mental note of everywhere these people have been. And I don't think you really needed a mental note to see where they've been, because, I mean, you could smell them. This is true, and I tried to um, uh, clean off that area very thoroughly. Oh, yeah, that was, that, there wasn't strong enough Lysol to get rid of that smell. This is true. I mean... That was, whew. I have nightmares tonight thinking about that smell. Um, what stands out to me mostly from it was the mom's long fingernails. Oh, yes. Um, just imagine fingernails like five inches long, curled under, and uh, not very well kept at all. I don't think there was anything about them well kept. This is true. Oh man, but uh, yeah, like I said, there were some interesting characters there. I remember uh, one time Mr. Stinson learned that his good buddy Bigley was a world famous celebrity. Oh, so we had gone to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, probably more on that later. But Lee bought like a hundred tickets to this show, but uh. But I didn't lose any money on that show because I flipped them tickets that I didn't need. But uh, this was on pay per view also, so it was really neat. So let me put let me put your whole your story on hold there because for some of y'all younger listeners out there, there used to be a thing back in the day called pay per view, which I'm sure there may still be, but nobody uses it. Where uh, they would have live sporting events like wrestling and stuff like that, to where people would have to pay a fee to watch it on their TV. So, Lee got ringside seats to this thing. Front row. And he did waste his money because he watched the entire show from his cell phone. Uh, because every time you looked down there, that cell phone was up there, him trying to record off of that tiny screen. So, he basically did watch TV and spend a lot of money for it. 2012 was a weird time. I wanted a lot of pictures of everything. Like you don't already still? No, I've Every had. Every time we go to a concert, to a wrestling thing, oh, let me get that Shannon, Come take this picture for me. Well, wait, that's that's difference. There's a difference of me wanting a picture with somebody there, 
versus just taking a bunch of pictures of the wrestling. To carry on with the story. So this one guy comes in and Lee was busy at the time. Everybody was busy. And uh, so there was a small wait. Uh, this guy started looking at Lee. And then he asked me, or told me, that guy was on pay-per-view the other night. Uh, that Lee stood so much out. And this was at the old Kill Center where the Blues play. Yeah, Scott, it was the Scott trade when we went. And I think it's called like the Enterprise Center. Uh, so out of these 10, 15, 25,000 people that was there, this guy remembered Big Lee from the TV with never seeing him before. He was probably looking um, at the guy who you couldn't see his face because he was watching it through a cell phone the entire time. Well, see, I had to use that phone to hide part of my face because it's so pretty. I don't want to, like, make other people feel bad. If that's what you need to say. <laughs> but, I mean, that trip to St. Louis, that was a wild trip. I remember upsetting Shannon so bad, talking about how terrible his driving was, that he stopped going the wrong way on a one-way street, got out of the car, and had his wife drive the rest of the way. Yeah, so I'm driving around in St. Louis, and we're trying to find this arena and everything, or our hotel. I forgot which one it was. I don't even know if we were trying to find the hotel. Was no, we were going to eat. Yeah. We were going to eat. So we knew where we wanted to go. The fastest way to get there was going the wrong way, on a one-way road, which I refused to do. Uh, my wife, uh, Emily, both said, no, go down there. There's no traffic. I wasn't going to be complicit in a misdemeanor crime. Um, so I decided if they want to get in trouble and have a uh, ticket they have to go to court for, I'll let them do it. So, yes, I got out and let, uh, I don't know if it was Leanne or Lee that drove. It was Leanne. Yep. That was the infamous night at TGI Friday where Mr. Stinson got upset that they automatically added the tip to the check. And if, if you've ever been around us, I'll give Shannon a hard time about this all the time just because I think it's funny. However, I 110% agree with him on this. Like, I feel like you cut yourself short when you automatically add an X amount of gratuity on there just because like, if you're saying, like, hey, we're automatically adding a 10% tip, well, what if I wanted to tip more? I've never said that in my life, but... Hey, I've seen how you are with some pretty girls. Hey, what you can know, I say? You know, here's the thing I'll say about Shannon. I, I've seen him tip a whole lot when there's been some pretty girl waitresses there. I, I've seen him tip very little when there was a dude waiter. Well, I guess I going to say dude waitress. Dude waiter there. So, I mean, there, there's, there's that, but nonetheless... But going back to topic here, some of these adventures we had our time down in Sykeston. Um, let's see here. We had a we took the road trip to meet Manson and Zombie. We did. That was a last minute trip too, I believe. Yeah, because if I remember right, like I was living in Sykeston. Well, of course I was living in Sykeston. You were living in Jackson. Wasn't it the night before we both met in Cape to go downtown because we there was a sales contest and. Our store had won the sales contest, so we went to there because there was free food. Mm -hmm. And we were like one of the only ones from the Sykeston area to show up there 
because everybody else lived in the Sykeston area and didn't want to make the trip. So, I remember doing that, and then we went up there. I remember the show was at the amphitheater, and it magically turned cold and rained. And there's Shannon out there in shorts and flip-flops. It's like 31 degrees and raining. But we got to meet Rob Zombie, and we got to meet Marilyn Manson, which was really cool. You know, both of us probably didn't get the nicest of lectures once we shared the photos with our family showing them oh hey we met one of the most iconic satanic figures of the 20th century at least i don't know how your folks took it i sent it to my mom and she was not the happiest at all i got a nice lecture about it but i can look at shannon's face and i can tell he has a story he wants to tell about that show and i'm gonna go ahead and let him tell that show or tell that story about the show oh not only do I have a story, I have a follow-up question. But <laughs> so while we're waiting in line, so how this went is we got in early to do a meet and greet with Rob Zombie. Then we were once the the gate to where the actual concert was being held opened. We were the first ones to get in there, so we got front row. Well, while we're waiting in line, there's this girl that is. Basically throwing herself at Lee. <laughs> uh, they had uh, similar tastes in music. Liked the same things. Lee was even uh, going to give numbers, exchange numbers and all that. Uh, she offered us a place to stay that night after the show. <laughs> yeah, that, that would not have flown with uh, Princess. <laughs> um, but uh, she asked, because we went there and was eating or drinking a soda or something there. Um, and she asked, hey, keep my spot here. I need to use the bathroom real quick. And Lee was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll be right here for you. About that time, they allow people to go down in the pit area. Lee was not going to wait. <laughs> Lee ditched that girl, and uh, he never saw her again. So... I looked for her that night in the pit and everything, and I never saw her, so I don't know what happened to her. So, follow-up question that I promised. So, we know about this girl, and there, there's there been a few other ones. <laughs> so, I'm just wanting to see what stops Lee from actually uh, admitting going out on a date or something with a female. I mean, it's got to be a date. Like... I have a lot of friends. Well, what do you what do you consider a date versus just going out? What what's the difference? Mentally being told beforehand that it's a date, you know, actually putting on the collar shirt and the jeans, you know, being all fancy. Well, I guess it's probably not fancy to most people, but coming from a person that wears t-shirt, shorts all the time or t-shirt, shorts and sandals. For it to be a date, like it has to be something fa- fancy enough to where, like I said, I'd wear a collar shirt or something like that. Well, let me ask you this: then. Um, instead of faking who you are by wearing the collared shirt and all that, wouldn't it be nice if you met a girl? Let's say likes wrestling uh, a whole lot, uh, likes the similar kind of music that you do, and actually likes. And wants to spend time with you of how you're dressed every day. What well, what would be wrong with that girl? Well, I would probably have to go or find. Or bring you over chocolate cake and all that. But what would be wrong with that? 
Probably have to go find her by a unicorn. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You know, to find somebody like that that existed. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't think you have to look that far. Well, I mean... Or, you know, somebody who realizes, hey, I love wrestling. I know Lee likes wrestling, too. I've won tickets or something. Let's go with Lee, and we want to ride together, and then afterwards, like a, a double date maybe with a, another uh, group of friends. What would be wrong with that? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a date? Nope. <laughs> nope, don't see it. You don't see it? Nope, sure don't. I'm not Mr. Uh, slick Playboy Bunny over here, dude, who's like who had two girlfriends at once and tried to get them <laughs> to be friends. Let's tell that story here, homeboy. Oh, wow. So, well, I did not have two girlfriends. Oh, you didn't? I did not. Well, I had two girls that were friends. Um, so the story from that was, and it's still kind of that way today, I'm absolutely horrible with directions. Yeah, that's true. Bad with them completely. I uh, was working at a retail store in the mall. And I became friends with this uh, one girl that started there. And she knew that I liked the rock band Kiss and all that. Was, so, so she knew you had poor taste. And she was from around the Chicago area. Great city. Love Chicago. Yeah. So we just worked out. Hold up a second. I got to tell y'all. Shannon wore himself out trying to stretch to grab a soda here. <laughs> he had to take a breather and try it a second time. <laughs> so... This girl was from Chicago, and she didn't have any friends here or anything like that. I didn't want to go to a concert by myself, so I said, hey, I will buy tickets if you're willing to drive. And it just turned into a friendship there that we would go eat together, <coughs> movies together, uh, but I wasn't interested in dating anybody. Oh, you weren't interested in dating anybody, but y'all went out and ate together, watched movies together. Went to concerts together. What did somebody just tell me a second ago? Sir, I think... This is not on me. Oh, no, this is on you. We're talking about you. Oh, no. I am interviewing you. So I am talking about Mr. Slick over here. So, I, I, well, I told this girl uphand. Off. Uphand? Offhand? Oh, at the beginning, I'm not looking to date anybody. Well, you get handsy with your friends. You don't get handsy with me. <laughs> hey, we're friends. And if she's just friends, but you get handsy with her, what are you trying to say here? And my current wife. Well, not I shouldn't say my current <laughs> wife. That would imply I've been married before. <laughs> my wife um, was my next door neighbor. So I, I was friends with her as well. Um, you know, and. I thought, hey, this one is my friend. The other one is my friend. Maybe we would have a, a group friendship. Uh, yeah, buddy, that's not called a group friendship. That's called a threesome. Well, I wasn't looking for that. But I thought, hey. I'm with one Sir, of my I've known you for eight years. I'm already called BS on that story. <laughs> but, Even though you could, your heart couldn't handle a threesome, you know you'd want one. So... I was out to dinner with one of them, and the other one called. I was like, hey, I'm with my other friend. Here, you two talk to each other. That was the most uncomfortable moment I have ever shared with anyone. Them two talking, because they did not know each other, but they absolutely despised one another. What do you think they absolutely despised one another for? 
Um, because I was clinging onto that uh, that false thought that hey, I haven't been going on dates. These are just friends. The same thing that I'm seeing you do right now. You know, so you're passing judgment on me because you say that I should be trying to date instead of just having friends. But you've known me for this long and you know my track record. Not passing judgment, just... uh, Like you didn't pass judgment at St. Patrick's Day? (laughs) Yeah, so... St. Patrick's Day. Oh, Lord. We go to see a band that uh, Lee really likes. It's the Tone Deaf All-Star. Shout out to Darren and the team out there with Tone Deaf. We love y'all. I know y'all should hopefully have a show coming up soon, and we're going to try to make it out there. So support your local music, support your local businesses, wherever you are, whether you're in Cape St. Louis, wherever you are, support your local scene, because that's how things happen. But Lee was up there listening to the music like he normally does. Watching it through his phone. This really pretty girl, and I mean really pretty girl, gets up and starts dancing right next to him. She bumps his arm. He gives her a dirty look and kind of walks off to like distance himself from her. And I'm like, I'm sitting back thinking, this girl is stunningly beautiful dancing next to you. And you give her a dirty look because you're watching Tone Deaf All-Stars. I, I, hey, that shows you my loyalty to Tone Deaf All-Stars. Yeah, that, that was a low moment in your life. <laughs> Buddy, they don't even register some of my low moments in life. You know, that's... I mean, I was really enjoying the music. Now, there is one story that we can't tell, but I will I will give a edited version of it. And if you ever see us out and about anywhere, and you've listened to this podcast so far at the 40 minute, 34 second mark, we appreciate your support. And if you want the full story on this and you've heard this, come and see us and we'll tell you the full story of it. But there may have been a time in Sykeston when a certain female was at an establishment who may have been intoxicated and was giving the hint that she wanted to go home with me and I knew that was a bad idea. So, for a lack of a better part of the stories that I can't tell, we'll just say that I declined the offer and ignored it and then Shannon gave me a hard time about it from then. Oh, absolutely. So, we go out... Wait, this is the edited part. There's not much more you can add to past the edited part. Well, sure there is. Um, so we were out eating, I think me, my wife, Lee, and this recently broke up girl. I think she had just recently broke up with a a boyfriend or something. Came in, wanted to spend the day with her good friend, Lee. I am a good friend. And we, lots of things stay open almost 24 hours, I think, um, or really late in Sykeston. So it was getting late. This uh, girl leaned over to Lee and said, you know, uh, I, I don't think I should be driving home. I'm so tired. I give him the hand of, hey, will you take me home? And uh, Take me home tonight. Lee's uh, thought. Now, I bring you to this point. We need to go back in time. Leading up to this, Lee talked about, oh, this, this girl's so good and... You know, he may date her, whatever it was. 
So that's the pretext before we went out there. Then after the girl said that, he looked at her and said, yeah, I, I guess you should be getting home. It is getting kind of late. Hey, I was worried about her safety. Um, it was getting late. Let me ask you this. How many times after that did you talk to her? I couldn't even tell you what happened to her. My point exactly. Um, you're absolutely terrible at understanding when you're going out as a friend or it's a date. I mean, I have standards and I don't want to put myself out there. Hey, you were done gone off to, well, I don't know how you want to put it. What's the right term? To greener pastures. And you weren't there with the fallout with the exes and stuff like that. So that was when Justin was there and all that. And he had to deal with World War III. And I was ready to go do some bad things to people. So I'm a little bit more selective in people that I want to open up to as far as dating and things of that nature. Look at you here just like... Man, so let's, let's. I've never heard any guy say, well, I'm just really selective to who I open myself up to. Hey, it's are, tw- are you sure your name isn't Leanne and not <laughs> Lee? Hey, it's 2019. I have choices. I have rights. Not like I didn't have them back then. I'm just saying it's, you know, I don't have to go out and chase every woman I see. Like... You know, as well as anybody, I am very selective of who I let into that inner circle. Even though you say I know every bad person around. I'm just in shock that Lee is saying that he is selective. He he has shown me some of the girls that he likes. And, you know, Mama Montgomery look up a lot of these, laugh and say, Oh, no, son, that's not going to happen. But when a a good one comes around, it's like, oh, I'm not interested. I'm selective. And well, maybe if I found that good one, then... You'd have to go on dates to find out. Well, that's probably fair, bad. too. But, hey, life's been crazy the past few months. And now that it's kind of getting back on track to where it needs to be, the schedule's kind of it's kind of booked, but it's slowly clearing out. Some changes are about to be made. Hey, one that I'm going to talk to you about off the air about a conversation I had before we start recording with somebody, which you may or may not be happy about. Uh-oh. So, as those changes progress, and we start looking towards the end of the year in early 2020, then I can start focusing more on, like... Because I'm at the age now, I'm 32, I'm about to be 33. So I realized that, like, I need to start settling down and... Having children. Not... No. <laughs> the children thing, like, No. That's way... No. But settle down, kind of look at the future, and maybe cut out some things that aren't necessarily the best for me in life right now. Maybe it's time for me to retire from certain endeavors and kind of refocus on what's going to be best for Big Lee and Big Lee's World Podcast and the Big Lee's World brand. So, and I think that's coming up, and once that happens, then I think that's when I can kind of start focusing more on seriously trying to date or find someone or something along that line. Because there's still, like, where I'm at mentally right now, but trying to handle everything, I would need someone to be with me that mentally can handle everything that's going on. And I don't necessarily know that I could find someone yet that is willing to step up to that challenge, if that makes sense. Makes sense, but you don't know if you don't try. 
Well, that's true. So hopefully, you know, at the time we're recording this, it's the 21st of August. You know, we got the big uh, Cape Championship Wrestling Cage Chaos show this Saturday night at the arena building where every match inside of a steel cage. So we have that. That's a pretty big deal. Nice Thanks. That's what I do. Hey, I gotta have some source of advertisement, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can constitute that as double dipping. Be like, oh, hey, send a bill to the CCW management team. Be like, oh, hey, I gave you an ad on my podcast, so I'm going to need an advertisement reimbursement for it. So, But nonetheless, I have that. And then, whether you've looked at the schedule or not, which we'll get to that in a second. But then I head out next week to Chicago for a few days. So then once I get back from that, September, I think, is pretty well open, except for a couple dates, uh, which we'll get into here in a second. And then October, I think there's only one or two, one, no, two things on the calendar. And then from there, it's uh, it's going to be open holidays and stuff like that. So, let's get on to something here a little bit more positive and not my uh, choices and dating and things of that nature here. So, where we got derailed at talking about chocolate cake, wrestling, St. Patrick's Day. And for anybody listening to this out there, Big Lee loves chocolate cake. Don't you say what you're about to say afterwards, because I know you're going to say it, and I'm not dealing with that on here. Big Lee loves chocolate cake. Big Lee loves you hoos. Big Lee loves the Choco Tacos. <laughs> so Big Lee loves chocolate. So if you want to get on my good side or you want to do me a favor, if you bake chocolate, you make any chocolate goods, feel free to send some my way. I would love it. I love chocolate, so... If you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I deal in chocolate. I need to make Big Lee some chocolate. I would most definitely appreciate it. So, next, where are we at? So, we were, we did the rumble. We met Zombie and Manson. Mr. C's. <laughs> now, this is an endeavor that this is, I feel like I am a person who is very open minded and is willing to try. Things that may or may not be the most, mo- I won't say safe, because that gives a bad notation to it, but I may not be known for doing the most uh, healthy for us, I guess you could say. So, Mr. C's was a club outside of Sykeston. I, it's not, I don't know, it's been gone for years now, I don't think it lasted too long, or if it did, I don't remember it. But uh, we went out to see the 2000s rap group, them franchise boys. And uh, anybody know Shannon and Shannon's wife, Leanne? Shout out to Princess listening to this, probably while she's cutting the grass outside. Probably going to kill you once she gets inside after she hears all the things you've said on here. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so we go to this and... Uh, it may not be the most safest environment, or at least that's the way it appears. Of course, we get there on time when the doors are open. Actually, it was a couple minutes late from when the doors were supposed to open. We're there before the owner of the club gets there to open the club. He made fun of us for being, or as he put it, we can tell when the white people show up because they're actually here on the time that the ticket says. That came... From the owner, as an exact quote, from the owner of Mr. C's. And we kind of laughed about it. 
And, to be honest with you, it probably held true in that statement, for at least for that experience, because we were the only white people there, and we were the only ones there for like an hour and a half. So we got there, what, I mean, we got there a few minutes after it opened, we were there for an hour and a half, and we were the only ones there. It was supposed to start, I think, at like 9, 8, 39 o'clock, and we got there where a few minutes it was, and then like, people didn't start getting there until like 10, 45, 11, and then the show didn't start till 12, and then, as Shannon was talking about earlier, he gets to laugh at me about this because I was very hostile at the moment, was that I thought I would get to meet them franchise boys because it's a small club in Sykeston, you know. So, they play their songs, they shut the lights off like they're going to do an encore. Well, when they flip the lights on, they flip the lights on too early, and you can actually see the rap group jump out of the back door into a car and leave because they're double booked going to Cairo for a show. And I did not get to meet them. And I was so mad about that. But as Mr. Shannon can tell to you here, we did stand out for uh, that, that show, not just because of our skin color, but because we had a bad habit of wanting to mosh. Very true. And let me tell you, Mr. C's Club and their uh, fan base that came to there was not ready for us to mosh. I'm talking about they cleared a good 10-foot circle around us while the two of us are sitting there, are standing there moshing. And it was, it was a very funny experience. And I don't know if you remember this detail or not. The security was going to try to stop us from moshing during the show, but it was one of the guys from Dim Franchise Boys that pulled the security guard back and said, let them go. We're cool with it. So... That was probably one of those experiences you should have put your foot down and said no. Yes, sir. But we could go on and on about stories with Sykeson. So let's fast forward here a little bit. You had your exit, whether ceremoniously or unceremoniously, oh. from the Sykeson. <laughs> Man, you couldn't even hold composure about that. From the Sykeson store that we worked at, and you came to work to Cape, which I don't even know if we could say that where it is, but... Well, that's up to you. That's your call. Nonetheless, you came up here to work and start your career at another technology company and start working yourself up the ranks there. I ended up, uh, shortly after Shannon left Sykes and I went and finished my time working for this company at the Cape location until 2017. We, I don't want to say we didn't lose contract. We didn't lose contact we still stayed in contact which is kind of surprising because considering you look at other jobs where you've been at and once people separate apart that you kind of lose contact so me and Shannon stayed in contact some of the adventures got cut cut down a lot you had some surgery yes, sir. that was the uh transgender surgery correct the snip snip <laughs> no no but it did have to do part of that area. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. So, we got to hang out from time to time. We went to some of his endeavors. Uh, I know right before the surgery, he had a gathering downtown. We all went to things like that. We went to a couple shows. Uh, really, one of, anybody who knows this knows one of our favorite bands is the band Head P.E., which we've seen probably way too many times. Yes, sir. And one of my favorite experiences seeing head P.E. was when Shannon got to meet his idol. Shannon talks a lot to anybody about how I am with getting to meet people and how that's my main goal of going to shows is wanting to actually meet the people that I see. 
Well, Shannon had this experience as well, and he was like a giddy schoolgirl. He was so nervous. That was the time he got to meet my friend Rush, most notoriously known as... P-O-W. What does P-O-W stand for? Pimp on Wheels. Pimp on Wheels. Let's talk about P-O-W. Shout out to Rush if you're listening to this. You know, coming from Cape Girardeau, two of your biggest fans here. We need to pick up that new t-shirt. So, if you like underground hip-hop and you want to learn more about that, hit up Rush, hit up POW, check out some of his, get some of his CDs. He's got some cool t-shirts out there. He just released a new one. Make sure you hit him up on Facebook. Tell him Bigly from Bigly's World sent you, and uh, he'll hook you up. He'll take good care of you. So, for anybody, POW, Pimps on Wheels, uh, Rush is in a wheelchair, so he really owned that gimmick, as we say in the wrestling business. And he is a uh, juggalo rapper. Was the word whoop, that I was looking for. Whoop whoop! Down with the wicked clowns, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't throw the hand gesture there, even though they can't see you throwing the throw the dub. No, that's not. I'm gonna throw you out of here. <laughs> Anyways, so Shannon sings uh, a couple of Rush's shows. And he becomes a big fan. And I tell him I've become friends with Rush at this t- by this time. And uh, we was talking and I was like, so what if I get you to meet POW? And he looks just looks like, wait, what? You can do that? Well, yeah, I'm Big Lee. <laughs> Not that I've known Rush now for years and become really good friends with him, like I said earlier. So, I remember going up. Shannon was kind of walking around Pops. Shout out to Pops, man. We ain't been to Pops in a long time. Probably since that, what, Guar, Hatebreed, Ringworm, Miss May I show? Yes, sir. Last year. We need to make a Pops trip. We do. And uh, I may actually have that next Pops trip for us, because I've been looking at uh, some of the shows coming up. Kind of not really seen anything just yet that would really fit us. Uh, maybe Twisted and Cottonmouth Kings. Ooh. But... One thing I do see coming up there is December 21st, my good friend KLD has a wrestling company in St. Louis called uh, Glory Pro Wrestling, and they're doing their unsanctioned two show December 21st out at Pops. And uh, if you're not familiar with it, the unsanctioned show is more of an adult theme where it's wild and uncensored. And, you know, that's right up our alley, which we'll get to that in a second. So, anyways, shout out to KLD. Shout out to the guys at Glory Pro. They're doing great work there. If you're in the St. Louis area, make sure you check them out. But going back to this here, so I go talk to Rush, and I'm like, hey, man, I got your biggest fan, and he wants to meet you. And Rush just looks at me, and he's like, okay, where is he at? Are you serious? I was like, yeah. So I bring Shannon over, and I don't know who looked more starstruck than the fact that Shannon's getting to meet Mr. P.O.W., Pimps on Wheels, or if Rush was just like, oh, my God, this is my biggest fan, not just besides of his gut size, but because he actually likes the music and everything. So, still to this day, he's a big uh, P.O.W. fan. From time to time, he'll get the CD out in the car or in the SUV, and we'll listen to it to wherever we're going. And, uh, like I said, we need to check out a P.O.W. show. Like I said, check him out on Facebook, Pimps on Wheels. Rush, I want to say his last name is Wilkinson, Wilkerson, something like that. But shout him out, check him out, pick up his merch, show him some love. Dude's one of the nicest people you ever meet, hardworking. So, much love, brother. We'll see you soon. And he's a lyrical genius. He is a lyrical genius. Do you want to sing one of his lyrics? 
It's okay. We got the explicit rating on the podcast, so. Uh, so crippled in my body, crippled in my mind, but I'm not crippled in my dangling. Oh man, if those lyrics don't speak to your heart, yes. I think when you die shortly, I'm gonna have that put on the back of your tombstone. <laughs> you have a, a new meaning for rigor mortis, I guess. <laughs> Be like, huh, is that what Rick and Morris looks like? Figured it'd be bigger. <laughs> so, nonetheless, like I said, we still went to shows, stuff like that. Uh, with another band that we became big into in our time of traveling was this band called For Today. Which is funny. Got a little For Today sticker here still on my desk. Uh, my brother Johnny Thurman dropped that by one day and gave it to me. I appreciate that. Much love to Johnny Thurman out there. Shout out. He, uh, he's got a tattoo shop down in Sykes, so make sure you hit him up. Check it out down there if you were looking to get a new tattoo. But anyways, so we become uh, groupies of sorts, I guess you could say, for four today. Traveling all around to see them. Shannon got his most violent concert injury there. Oh, you want to tell about the story, sir? I do. So I'm at this uh, Christian concert. And I, I got to emphasize that because I've been to a lot of concerts. Um, but at this Christian concert, I was standing there listening to the good music. And this guy walks up and punches me square in the face. Knocks my glasses off, everything. So by the time I got my glasses back, uh, the crowd was taking care of that guy. And I don't think he had a, a very good day by the end of it. Yeah, pretty much what ended up happening for today was playing, and some random crowd killer dude just came up and punched Shannon in the face, knocked his glasses off. Now being one of Shannon's good friends, I'm thinking, okay, I see this happen, now I'm going to have to defend Shannon's honor, and I'm going to have to kill this guy. Like, I'm ready to throw down, and the next thing I know, time I realize, like, okay, let's go, someone else has already done came up and, like, beat the hell out of this guy. And, like, they're throwing him out of FUBAR. So, that's probably one of my favorite concert memories with you. I don't know why, just seeing the fact you getting decked at a Christian show. Or you didn't talk about the time that a girl took you and threw oh my you down ground. I, I, I mean, this, this female... We were in the front row, but this girl wanted to be in the front row. So Head PE and soul me. at food bar. She took me, threw him on the ground. I mean, flat on his back. Threw Shannon like six, seven rows back. Like, I mean, this girl's also like 900 pounds. Like, no joke. Like, she went and stood on the front row, and half the front row disappeared. <laughs> like, she was a big girl. Mm-hmm. Imagine the Michelin man in a dress. <laughs> yeah. So, that was crazy. And I just want to point out to you, fast forward till the other month ago, when we went to go see Slaughter to Prevail, and Body Snatcher and Traitors in Springfield, that crowd may have been chanting 666, but you didn't see no fights break out there. Just want to point that out to you. Oh. So anyways, like I said, point of this, we ended up going to like shows while we both worked at different places, but we still hung out. Uh, we went to a bunch of the, like I said, the ICP shows, uh, the ICP wrestling, the Christmas party there, for today's shows. So we had a lot of a lot of fun. 
taking the wedding photo with Alien Ant Farm singer. That was a trip. But, like I said, all bad things must come to the end, as Motley Crue says. And my time at the mobile company that I worked for in 2017 came to an end, and then it was time for me to move on. And then the opportunity came up shortly after to go work with Mr. Stinson at this mobile company that he works for. And we are back in the field again together. Look at this. Whoop, whoop. And let me tell you, he regrets co-signing them hiring me to this day. (laughs) But we work good together, surprisingly, contrary to what a lot of people, from what I was told, thought we would. And your boy Big Lee has worked himself up the ranks, or the ranks were so low that I just had to step one of the two. We won't cross that line here. That may be for another episode for another day. And now we still work together. And that leads us to another topic that I want to get into. I talked about this on the Facebook the other day. That it's 2019. It's probably the first year since 2011. I've been to more wrestling events than I have concerts. Because anybody knows me knows I was a big concert goer uh, back past like five, six, seven years. And this year, with life and some of the things that's went on, it's kind of cut my schedule down. Also, the person sitting with me, causing me to have to work over and missing shows, you know. Sorry I missed the last two Acacia strings, but a certain somebody made it to where it was very hard for me not to be able to get off work. But nonetheless, so we started going into another endeavor, kind of away from the concerts, you know. Shannon got to see aboard it. Here's the thing, just a side note for all this. Shannon's got to see a lot of bands that me and him went on trips together that metalheads wish they got the opportunities to see. And sometimes I don't think Shannon appreciates that. Like, for example, Aborted. Great band. A band that doesn't get the tour of the U.S. that much. Oh, what Shannon. <laughs> Shannon absolutely hates it. My buddy Tim, a pair that runs Death by Metal STL, he wishes he could go see Aborted. Like, he wishes he could get that opportunity. And you got that opportunity, and you're just like, huh. You got to see Benighted. On their first American tour. And you were like, is it time to go yet? <laughs> you got to see Slaughter to Prevail, a Russian metal band in Springfield. And you were like, I don't know about that. I'm going to sit upstairs and wait. You got to meet the singer of Slaughter to Prevail. And you were like, I- I'm good. I don't want to pitch or anything. I mean, you got to see the band Traitors, a band that's got so much hate and animosity towards St. Louis it's hard for them to play in this area unless they play Springfield or Nashville. So you got to see that band, and you got to experience that. And you were like, eh, they're not too bad. So nonetheless, like I said, you got to experience a lot of great bands that a lot of people wish they could. But you didn't You didn't quite grasp onto it. Which I get, like, some of it's probably not your stuff. Uh, your definition of a lot of people are wanting to see these. And my definition of a lot of people want to see it, I think, is probably different. Well, I mean, hundreds of thousands is what I'm thinking. How many are you thinking? Um, well, I, I think hundreds of thousands want to see it, but I think for, like, aborted and stuff, I think you're in the, the teens to the maybe a hundred or so. Well, that's probably what the crowd size was that there that mm-hmm. night. But no. One of the other reasons, like, I really wanted you on this podcast to talk about 
And it's one of our newer adventures that we've picked up over the past 12 to 18 months. Let's talk about Crossville, Illinois and Strictly Insane Pro Wrestling. Oh boy, oh boy. Have we got the stories to tell about that. We do. So, for those of you that have missed some of the episodes where I've shouted out Sam Cosby and Strictly Insane Pro Wrestling, it is a wrestling company kind of towards, what, middle Illinois, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. kind of close to Evansville, the border there, and uh, it's roughly about a two-and-a-half-hour drive, I would say, straight shot to uh, from Cape to Crossville. We have our we have a uh, tradition now. We stop at the Four Corners Buffet in Carmi, and we eat there. That doubles as a, a meeting place for probably a group of people. Yeah, it may or may not be uh, be some shady, I guess you could say, activity going on in the back room that we we think, but we can't confirm. So we're not making any accusations here. It's just some observations. The one time, well, we did uh, derive from that. We had one of the world's worst experiences, and we'll say it on here because we ain't scared to talk about it, how terrible that pizza was at Huck's and how mad that girl was at us that we went in there and ordered a pizza at like four in the afternoon. Oh, man. I thought she was going to spit all over those pizzas. Oh, yeah. I did not want to leave too far from that area because what she would probably end up doing to those pizzas. Yeah. She was whew, she was mad. And ever since then, we, we stay to the plan now. We go to uh, Carmine to the cross or to the uh, Four Corners buffet, and then we hit the road to Crossville, Illinois. Saturday nights are made for energy drinks and pro wrestling. Absolutely, boy, oh boy! What was your first thought of uh, strictly insane pro wrestling in Crossville, Illinois? It well, the building leaves a little to be desired, but I think it's great for the atmosphere they have. It's like, and that's atmosphere. an atmosphere and a half. It's kind of like the uh, Attitude Era of WWE. Meets the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. The, did you ever see is, that movie? I did. I like that. Um, Hank the Third. Yeah. I saw on it, so. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, uh, Strictly Insane Pro Wrestling. Great pro- product. Um, however, I would... <laughs> Be prepared to be there until after midnight. Uh, their shows kind of carry very, very light, and they have about 20 intermissions that last about three hours each. I mean, that's a pretty fair statement. I mean, usually the show starts around 7.30, and then it gets over at uh, around midnight to 1 o'clock. Yeah, but it's definitely a great show. Uh, the wrestlers are good. They have unique gimmicks, and the crowd participation is uh, reminiscent of, like, old ECW days. That is true. I will give you that. Like, it's got a unique vibe to it. I will say that. You know, I will say, for some of y'all out there, and and no hard feelings, no disrespect, because it's 2019, and people have certain beliefs, things like that, I will tell y'all, if y'all feel like you are, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, if you feel like you are easily offended, you feel sensitive to certain topics, you should probably not go to Crossville to Strictly Insane Pro Wrestling. This this show is not for you. You need to stick to watching your WWE on Monday night and Tuesday night and whenever it comes on. 
But if you want something different, you want something wild, crazy, and not just the wrestlers, with the fans, like, go check out Sam Cosby and Strictly Insane Pro Wrestling there. Like I said, they got some great talent there. Let's talk about some of that talent. Some good. Some, whew. Some are, some are good, uh, I don't know what the word is there. They're interesting, to say the least. Let's talk about your favorite character there. One, I don't know if he's still there or not, because I haven't seen him in a while. I believe they call him String Bean. What are your thoughts on String Bean? Very underrated. This guy was great. Uh, he dressed up as, as a string bean, and he had a stalk on top of his head, and you know, his every wrestler has a finishing move and for him you you rub up and down on his stem and that that gives him energy Let, let's not sugarcoat it here. Homeboy looks like he's got a black dildo on the top of his mask and they gotta stroke the dildo to get it get him worked up, fired up. Am I wrong? No, you are not wrong. Let let's paint this picture. This dude's probably like six two, six three out there. With a black dildo on top of his mask. And somebody has to go out there and stroke it to get him worked up. You're exactly correct. Now, I want to talk now since you asked me about my favorite. Yeah? Let me ask you about your favorite. Okay. That you're always excited to see, and that would be Smoking Jack. Smoking Jack! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Smoking Jay. Dude, here, here's the thing with Smoking Jay. Here's what I'll say. Dude looks like he's been in the business for a long time, and I respect that. That's awesome. You know, I've heard different stories about him, how he is backstage and things of that nature. But overall, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, the gimmick. It's kind of a little silly, and I'm not a, overly a big gimmick person there or anywhere. But I will say that he can work the crowd, whether he's face or heel, for that market there. And I think it'll be interesting to see how Smoking Jay's character develops which as soon as I said that you started laughing the way his character develops now that Illinois starting January 1st is going to have recreational marijuana legal oh that's going to make cross milk <laughs> but wow didn't think about that one did you I did not because I, I don't think people in that town hold off much on it now as it is when it's legal I don't. I think they will not be able to get off their couch or anything. It may actually shut down strictly insane pro wrestling because the weed's just going to have everybody in a comatose state and not show up for anything. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I think it may uh, maybe get some more people out there. They can get a little baked and go down to the to the old gym and go see some wrestling there, but uh. We can go back and forth all day on some of these characters here that we see that we get uh, we laugh and poke fun at. You know, the Blue Ranger. Mm-hmm. The guy that dresses in the green screen costume. Bad news game. <laughs> oh man. Dude, I forgot about that. So I was gonna tell that reminds me, I was gonna tell you I saw the other day they were booked on some show. I don't know if they're out of Louisville or that area, but I seen they were booked on this show and as soon as I seen them I thought of you and I was like Oh, man, we need to drive to Louisville to see the bad dude gang. Mm-hmm. But we make jokes and all this. But there are some talent there 
that we really like. So let let's talk about some of those. First off, a favorite of yours and ours, yours and mine, the Mercy Brothers. Whoop 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 the Mercy Jack and Hank Mercy. I don't know if Jack and Hank Mercy listen to podcast, but if you do listen to podcast, shout out to Jack and Hank Mercy coming from two of your biggest fans here. Big Lee and Shannon Stinson. Absolutely. They can work a microphone. They are really good at getting the crowd to absolutely hate them. And it looks like it comes easy to them. uh, And they're extremely good at it. Which I don't understand because what they say in there, they're telling the truth. That is true. So it's like, oh, hey, we're going to tell the truth about people and then you're going to hate us. And it's kind of like... So we have them... We have our brother Too Tough Tony, one of our Juggalo homies. Whoop whoop! Shout out to Too Tough Tony. You know he's uh he's always great to us. It's always good to see him when he's at the show. So then you know our other brother, recent GCW Deathmatch Hall of Fame inductee, Madman Pondo. Always another great character to have here. Some great stories of his character and what he does down there. Now there is a story that Shannon and I. Both want to tell on this, and we can only tell part of that story because I think going over some of the terms and conditions of how the I, the uh, podcast is distributed, I don't necessarily think we could tell the whole story. So we, Pondo likes to get out there with a laser pointer and point at people and point out their flaws. <coughs> About how a fat man may have not been able to see his genitalia in years. Or how a heavier set lady, her nipples may touch her knees. (laughs) And then there's another instance that we can't tell about. I don't remember. The lady and her teeth. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't think we could tell it. I mean, if you feel like you could feel comfortable telling that story. (laughs) So... That's another one of those stories. If you if you see us out and about and you've listened to it this far and you want to know what happens with the rest of that story and you got some you got some chocolate cake for me or you got me some yoo-hoos or something like that, you know, bring me some chocolate cake and some yoo-hoos. We'll sit down and I'll tell you some I'll tell you these stories about that. Next on the list, two of our other favorites, well, probably the last two on this list. I mean, there's some other people that come in time to time. My good brother Roger Y'all know him as Matthias. He works at CCW with us from time to time. Great dude. He's come in. He worked a few shows with Sam. Always good to see him on the card. Our other brothers, our other Juggalo homies, the Hooligans, Mason and Devin Cutter. Shout out to the Hooligans. Always good to see them. Uh, Brother Deadly Dale. Dale Chitty. Always good. He, you know, he was at the last show me and you got to go to there. You know, we've unfortunately... Uh, they had some issues there and had to miss those shows. And then they do it. They brought it back uh, last, or this month, I guess you could say. They did an outdoor show on a Sunday, which both of us happened to be at work early Monday morning. It was not an option for us to make. But we are planning to be there at their next show, September 14th, Crossville, Illinois, at the Old School Gym. I plan to be there. Mr. Shannon, do you plan to be there? Absolutely. All right. That's what I like to hear. So, like I said, they have some people come in from time to time. And uh, overall, I, I think you hear different stories about it, but I think it's the mindset that you go into it with. We both go into it as we're going there for an overall experience, dealing with the crowd, dealing with the fans. 
dealing with the wrestlers. All in all, like, I think we have a good experience there. Now, let's talk about the last two people on the list. Two of our favorites and who have become pretty good friends of ours over time. Cash Borden and Marley Knox. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> so like, that's all I got to say is absolutely. I'm waiting for Cash to play CCW. You're waiting for Cash Borden to come to CCW. I am. Man, you know what? I am waiting for Cash Borden to come to Cape Championship Wrestling. So, Cash Borden, if you're listening to this, which I'm going to make sure I tag you in this, just so you have to listen to the whole thing to see where we talked about you at on this. Uh, we're waiting for you to get your stuff to, and get ready to come to Cape Championship Wrestling. I'd definitely be interested to watch his R-rated gimmick in uh, Strictly Insane to have to go to more of a PG up here. Well, actually... What that's going to look like. So, actually, with Cash... Cash can do both styles, which is really cool. Actually, I don't know. There is a company, another wrestling company, over in like Marion, Carterville, Carbondale area. They're called Stride Pro Wrestling. It's ran by a guy named Heath Hatton, and uh, he actually just the other night, I think it was, well, at the time we're recording, someone said it was Friday night. Uh, they actually put the they put the big belt on him. They put the heavyweight belt. So he's like a dual champion there. You remember Ultimo Dragon in the nineties? Like where you belt collector. That's what Cash is going to end up being, probably, is the belt collector. Hmm. So, you know, maybe uh, he gets his stuff over and he can make his way over across the river to Cape Championship Wrestling. Maybe there'll be a belt here waiting on him as well. Absolutely. I think the last one we're going to talk about is Miss Marley Knox. Marley Knox. I love Marley. She's, like, one of the most awesome people I've met. I mean, what was that? I said, I bet you do love her. I think, like, she is awesome. I've become friends with her over the past few months, and, like, she's awesome. Really great person to talk with. She actually, here's the thing. She actually just competed in her first death match, which she did really good against. She did, she, ugh, I can't talk. She did really good in. She did up in uh, Chicago on the Summit, and she just got announced earlier this week that she's getting her to do her second death match. She's actually part of a death match tournament down in Memphis, for a J.C. Rotten down there in Pro Wrestling Trainwreck. So they're doing a two-day deathmatch tournament. So and she's in it versus, uh, I think it was uh, Sabrina Hex. And uh, so yeah, so she's part of that. So, I mean, she's making strides where she goes. Uh, she told me about a couple other bookings that she uh, has been offered. As far as, like, uh, different spots in the country that she's looking to get booked at. So I think it's pretty awesome. I think what people see, I think with her, people see what's on the social media and I don't think that they realize, like, there's another person behind that. Like, there's a legitimate person behind it. And I think that people that see it, they get distracted and they don't understand there's a business behind that. And I think, well, especially the people in Crossville, for one, like, they all boo her and say all these terrible things about it. Which, I mean, let's be honest here. Marley is the most attractive person in the building in Crossville. Besides me. Well, I was going to say besides me. <laughs> So, sorry, Marley, we're going to have to rank you there somewhere in the top. Well, I'm not going to say the top three. I was going to say the top two because I would be number one. She would be number two. And, I mean, that shows you the standard of people in Crossville if Shannon's up there on the highest of the list of <laughs> how how people look there. Yes. So that says something right there. But, nonetheless, like I said, she's making great strides in what she does here. Uh, we, You know, we've had some endeavors as far as, like, talking with her in between shows and stuff like that. Shannon has a story to tell about her 
and her ex-boyfriend and us meeting her ex-boyfriend. You don't remember this? I do not. How did you forget this story? So I will tell the story. Oh, is it the doofus kid who wrestled there once that came in in a suit or something? I don't know if he came in a suit or not, but yeah, he was not the brightest in the world. Oh, yeah. So, since Shannon failed to tell this story... That wasn't a boyfriend. That was just a fling. That was a lapse of judgment on her. Yeah. We voted here, and that was a lapse of bad judgment. But anyways, so this knucklehead that she was dating at the time, well, Shannon and I were sitting on the front row, and she came over to talk to us. And she introduced us to this kid. I'm not going to put the kid over because we're not even going to that. But anyways, so the kid, like, she, the kid, she introduces to the kid. And the kid starts to try to get himself booked at Cape Championship Wrestling through Shannon. Marley is telling him, hey, you can't, no, don't, he has, he's not a part of a wrestling company. And she tries to tell him this multiple times and he don't stop talking. He's literally trying to sell himself to Shannon to get Shannon to book him at Cape Championship Wrestling. So Marley just stops and just lets him continue to go on this spill. And then finally, Shannon just looks at him once he finishes talking. He's like, uh, yeah, you're talking to the wrong person here. Like, I have nothing to do with a wrestling company. I work for an internet company. And from the way that you are, you would probably not get booked at the internet company either. That is correct. <laughs> Shannon's like, Oh, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't book him at the wrestling company, or at the internet company, the wrestling company, or the McDonald's. Mm-mm. So, like I said, shout out to the people at uh, Strictly Insane. Like, some great people we've met there, some great workers, some great talent. Uh, like I've said before, I do plan to have both Cash and Marley on here as a guest, coming along down the road. Uh, I'd love to have Pondo and Tony on here as a guest. Uh, I'd like to have the Mercy Brothers on here. I don't know, like I said, if they're if they're down with the uh, podcast and all that, but you know if they're interested in doing it, they can reach out, and I'd love to have them as a guest on here. So like I said, shout out to all of them, especially like I said, shout out to Cash, Marley, Mercies, Hooligans, uh, who am I forgetting here? Shout out to Roger, shout out to Tony Pondo, and Demon Kid. Who? Demon Kid. Oh my no no. <laughs> Once again, we're not all the great parenting. Yes, the great parenting of Crossville, who let their was wait wasn't it the Demon Kid's parents whose kid got kicked in the head by somebody because uh, the kid was running around during the match and they did a move where one of the guys came over the top rope and the guy kicked the kid in the head because the kid was running around and the guy couldn't stop. Time that he realized the kid was there at the floor, and then the parents got mad because they didn't stop the match. Because their kid got kicked. Yeah. So, yeah, nonetheless, I remember that now. So, Mr. Shannon, now we're going to get to the questions. Ooh. People actually had questions to ask on that picture that may have may not have made you look large okay. in the wrong areas. Okay. So, let's see here. First, we're going to check out the Big Lee's World Facebook page. So, make sure to follow us on the Facebook at facebook.com backslash Big Lee's World for all things Big Lee's World, including podcasts, concerts, wrestling, movies, all of that stuff. Favorite places to eat. 
Which I'm really upset that you didn't bring me anything to eat. Well, there's only one category under favorite place to eat buffets. I mean, do people not eat buffets? Sure. Or bring me chocolate cake? Mm-hmm. How come you didn't bring me chocolate cake? Because I'm not your girlfriend. I don't know about that. <laughs> you be whining a lot. So, the first thing, let's. I want to put this out here, because it definitely uh, seems to be some things going around. Your sister asked, why haven't you shaved? <laughs> yeah, I actually was going to shave my head today, but uh, because I didn't think I was going to go to the in-laws till later, but uh, I'm going to shave this weekend. I probably won't tonight, but I probably will tomorrow night. Well, that was the question from there. Who asked that? I told oh, you, your sister. sister. Yeah. Uh, so, one thing that constantly gets pointed out, what's the story with your nipples and why are they always hard? Man, I, I think it must run in the family, but they're they're just so hard nipples run in your family. I yes, I guess. Man, uh, um, yeah. I, I told you two can play at this game. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they're always erect. I guess I'm always happy. Well, I just I didn't know if it was because you got to, to see me and you knew you was going to do the podcast, so mm-hmm. your erect nipples. All right, let's see here. So first thing is Tory Crabtree. Shout out Let, to Tori. Let's see if I can guess questions that they're going to ask. Okay, what do you think Tori had to ask? Um, I mean, you could have seen these as well, so I mean. I'm trying. So, I thought I smelled smoke. So, so a little bit about personality, ex-Marine, so, or there's no ex-Marines. I'm going to say he's going to say something political. I, I bet his question's going to be political. Well, I, you, that would be close. He said... I would like to know why he pretends to be a straight conservative when we all know about his side man and his Hillary vote. Oh, man. Do you have any comments about that? Um, I don't think Is I, that 97% true? No, I, I, I did not vote for Hillary. Oh, you didn't? I did not. So are you saying his statement is 97% false? I am and saying 3% that. true? Yes. Shout out to Tori if you're listening to this. Is this live? No. no. No, like they'll be able to listen to it after I post it. Oh. All right. Trace Reed. I know Trace Reed. Do you know Trace Reed? Oh, I do. So We've had some endeavors with him. We've, we've spent some time with Mr. Reed throughout the years. So Shout I, out to Trace Reed. My guess for him is he knows that we were both into a lot of concerts. and um, I know he went to a number of concerts with you. So I think his He's went to two concerts with me. He went to me sing Nine Inch Nails and he went to me sing Metallica, Volby, and Local H. I bet his question's going to be around music. Yeah. He said. He said. I don't know why he put least at first. Like, that's kind of depressing. He said, What is the least favorite concert he ever attended with you? So, what was your least favorite concert you ever attended with me? Oh, man. That's easy. Um, Between the Buried and Me. Uh, I'm at AT&T training. <laughs> Scratch, you did not hear that. <laughs> I, um, be, but I'm in training. Uh, Lee gets new tickets uh, to, to a concert. And he's like, oh, just come here, uh, you know, right after work. So I go to this concert, this horrible band plays for hours and hours on end. Um, 
I hadn't eaten anything the entire day. By the time I got out of the stupid venue, listening to this really awful band play, everything was closed. I had to go to bed hungry. Was that when we saw Kiss? <laughs> oh, no. Kiss is the greatest of all time. That's not true. But yeah, that that would be the worst concert. You didn't say who it was. Between the Buried and Me. So, what's crazy with that is, like, Between the Buried and Me op- or was the headliner, but, like, one of the greatest bands I ever got to see live, personally, was the opener, which was Job for a Cowboy. Job for a Cowboy was good. They should have headlined. They should have headlined. And they need to hurry up and get back with uh, getting the music put out. A girl queefing would have sounded better than... Kiss? I agree. <laughs> then, oh, I said I was waiting for you to finish it. Oh. So, he also said, what was the most favorite concert experience you've had with us? Oh, wow. Um, My favorite concert would have to be the one we talked about earlier, the first head P.E. show at Food Park. Yeah, because here's the thing about that show. It took forever for uh, head P.E. to go back to Food Bar because head P.E. Jarrett said like he would never go back to Food Bar. He hated it there. So, all right. Ken Murphy has a question for you. Do you know who Ken Murphy is? Um... Is this one of your CCW guys? Ken Murphy is one of, like, the manager type over the Cape Starbucks out there by the interstate. He is also a partner in Cape Championship Wrestling. He also is the uh, manager, runner, owner of Cape Comic Con, the newly established Cape Anime Con, and coming in October, the Cape Fear Con, which is a horror convention. With an H, not with a W. <laughs> I, I'm amazed. I, I want to go to the horror convention with the H. Oh, okay. Or, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Shout out to I, Kent Murphy. He's going to ask a wrestling question. Yep. Oh, three for three. He said, ask Shannon if he believes Dory Funk is the greatest pro wrestling champion of all time. Dory? Is that relation to Terry Funk? Yeah, Dory Funk was the less successful, less popular less talented brother of Terry Funk. Well, for the sole reason of I don't know who he is, I'm going to say negative, and the greatest WWE champion of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, that's a tough one. No, it's not. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, I feel like Flair... Did we say (laughs) WCW or WWE? Well, he actually said pro wrestling. Still Stone Cold. I, I, I will give you Stone Cold, Ric Flair, you Undertaker, sixteen times. Yeah, world champion. Dylan Higginbotham. The Botham. Dylan. Shout out to Dylan. We can't pronounce your last name because oh, let me see if I can make this four for four. He is. I don't think he watches wrestling, so it won't be a wrestling question. He only really listens to country music, and you know what you don't. So he's going to ask something personal about me. That's my final answer for what this topic is. It's, it's going to be something personal, not wrestling or music related. Wrong. Oh, wow. So, Dylan asked, I think the world needs to know which boy band is Shannon's all-time favorite. Are you an NSYNC, a Backstreet Boys or a different boy band fan. His personal guess is you're a 98 Degrees fan. Well, you left off the the very first one of New Kids on the Block. 
Well, I don't think that's like in the boy band genre at the same time. So I think it's got to be around that mid to late ninety, early two thousands. I would, ha- if I had to pick one, I would say Insync, just because I really enjoy their Christmas album. The wife has a tradition when we're putting up the Christmas tree, we must listen to the Insync Christmas CD. So, but not the Insane Clown Posse Christmas CD. That is true. These are two different bands. Although I'd probably be more impressed with the uh, Insane Clown Posse Christmas album. Which I think, is there a Christmas album by them? Like, I know there's a couple of songs. ICP. I don't know. Because, I mean, I feel like there probably should be if there's not. Yeah. So, alright. So, we are coming at about an hour and 40 minutes of this bad boy so far. Oh, wow. I didn't think this thing was going to last a half hour. I bet my wife's wondering where I am. I'm pretty sure she knows where you are, you know, considering you left her somewhere. Yeah. Just on the side of the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Shame on you. So what is coming up in the future for Shannon Stinson as we wrap this up? Is that the re- all the questions? Yeah. Huh. Well, so. if you wouldn't have took four hours to take the photo today, we could have had it up sooner. That's or the true. fact that if you wouldn't have bailed again. Yeah. So what is in the future for Shannon? I am going to Vegas whoop, whoop, uh, in October. Ready for that. It should be a fun experience. going to go drive down the dirt road where Area 51 is. Oh, yeah? yeah going to see me some aliens. That's really about it. Um, normally, uh, anything that I do is uh, put through to through either Big Lee or <laughs> my wife. Uh, I tell them both pretty much. I don't plan things. I'm spur of the moment type person for the most part. So, just put it on the calendar and let the wife and you talk, and if they're in agreement, I can go, I'll go. So, I mean, because there's still a couple of adventures for getting there. One, you didn't replug the SNPW show. Oh, yeah. going to go. See? I, I live in the moment. So you can have these things planned. I'll forget. Uh, are we going to go see Agnostic Front next month? I don't know. Uh, that, because it's on... It's like the day before of yeah, the anniversary? My 10th anniversary. So happy 10 year anniversary, Leanne. Shannon? Known as Princess. Right. I'd rather just call her Leanne because we're adults and she doesn't refer to me as Big Lee. So, uh, so Crossville, potentially uh, Agnostic Front, mm-hmm. and then the trip to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear you mention anything about going to the CCW shows coming up. Like maybe one this Saturday night at the Arena Building in Cape Girardeau. Every match inside the steel cage featuring wrestling legends Homicide and Hernandez. Every match in steel cage. Doors open at 6, bell time 7 p.m. Tickets $13 at the door. $20 gets you a picture inside the ring with uh, Homicide and Hernandez inside of the steel cage. How awesome is that? And uh, I will make the same deal for me. $25, $25, you can have a meet and greet with me. I will take a selfie, so it's not like a pre-planned photo that I'll sign. I'll let you take your own photo with me, and I will sign one um, item that you bring to me. Any item? Any item. I will sign String it. beans, black dildo from his head mask? Hey, I will sign it. There you go. But, uh, you know, just as a CCW special... 
I usually charge $99 for that. I'm going to do it for CCW for 5 bucks. Now, we got a 50-50 split of that? Absolutely. <laughs> so, you hear this. Mr. Shannon said that he was going to be at uh, CCW this weekend. And uh, he's selling autographs and photos ops. So, make sure if you see him at the show, you hit him up for it. So, anything else you want to plug? Any kind of social endeavors you're part of? No, I think I'm good. Uh, no extracurricular activities? I don't think so. I lead a pretty boring life. I like to come home, watch YouTube videos. Yeah? What kind of YouTube videos? <laughs> uh, various different things. I think uh, last night I was... Uh, oh, man. What was I watching? I was watching one of those uh, videos, um, How Is It Made? Oh, yeah? And, yeah. So I just like watching various different uh, uh, documentaries. Okay. So I want to guess I have to feed you some things here to get you to kind of promote. So you're an active member in a religious community, correct? Yes. What, is, what, what are you a part of? Um, I am a Christian. I attend First Baptist Church in Millersville. Is that the name of it? It is. Somebody asked me earlier, and I told him it was like a Millersville church or Millersville Baptist Church. Yeah. So, First Baptist Church in Millersville, correct? That's, that is correct. Y'all got any events coming up you want to plug? So, I, uh, I lead a Bible study every Sunday morning. Going through every book in the Bible. It's going to take a few years. So, if, uh, getting through the Bible is something that's on your bucket list. You can come Sunday mornings. Um, it starts about 8 o'clock. Uh, over with it. Uh, I'm sorry, it starts at 9 o'clock. It's over with it uh, 10. Okay. So, anybody can join? Anybody can join. So, where are y'all located at? We are located basically on 30 or 72. Okay. It's right across the street from the gas station, the only gas station in Millersville. It's right across the street. Are y'all accepting new members? We are accepting new members. We're happy to get uh, anybody at uh, any stage, an unbeliever, whatever. Whatever you are, we are uh, welcoming all people to come. All right, that's awesome. But like I said, no events or anything planned, like no uh, fundraisers, no... No, we just got done... Every year we help out uh, the Millersville school. I didn't and know Millersville had a school. They do. It's Burfordville, Millersville. Okay. Together, it's a, a grade school. And we always go there for the the back-to-school night and run like a jump house and stuff like that. That okay, that's awesome. That, and usually during the summer, I haven't heard about this year, we have a, a free garage sale where people bring uh, various things and we charge nothing. So, wh when is this? I will have to look to see when the next one is. I know we usually do that once a summer, once a year. Well, about to say, summer's almost over with there, boss. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Well, this summer's too hot. And I tell you, I'll be glad when summer's I'm ready for that electric bill to go down. I agree. Man, I tell you, I got the last electric bill for the boom boom room. Like 150 bucks. 
Now let me ask you this. When are you coming to First Baptist Church, Millersville? Uh, sir, if you remember, I talked to you about coming out there and you told me I wasn't welcomed. <laughs> I don't believe that was uh, uh, ever discussed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember you telling me that. All right, well, if I said that, I said that wrong, so I expect you there this Sunday. Well, I don't think this Sunday's going to work because we're pretty well tied up with uh, all the uh, downfall. Well, I don't say downfall, but like with the uh, aftermath of organizing again from the CCW show that night moving into September 28th show, which is CCW, Best of the Best Four. We're making our return down to Charleston, Missouri. So next Sunday. Next Sunday I'll be in Chicago. Sunday after that. That's way too far out for me to plan. You're the plan. You get concerts six months in advance. Yeah, I know, but my Sunday mornings are a little bit more, you know. That's pretty well drive time or sleep time. But I tell you what. There's a couple things on my list I, I look to do. I do want to go to the local college to see my football game. I've not been to one in 10 years, and it was, I don't want to say it was a bad experience, but it was a rough time in life, and I did not have the most fun there. So I would like to go back and experience a football game at my, how you say, Alamada. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do that. And you know what? I will put it on my list of things to do is for one Sunday to come out there and check out your church although this whole starting at eight or nine o'clock is a little rough yes i agree you know we may have to work on that aspect of y'all do wednesday night service apparently not or you wouldn't be here we have a prayer meeting uh wednesday nights okay it doesn't interfere with big brother it does not inter (laughs) it does not interfere with big brother all right, perfect. All right, man. So do you have anybody else you want to give a shout-out, you want to mention to, anybody listening to this you want to say hi to? Absolutely, my wonderful wife, Princess. Shout-out to Leanne. Uh, she takes care of me. Uh, She's a saint. She is. Uh, I could be extremely difficult to live with. Now, can I say something without maybe getting you heat with other people? Mm-hmm. So... Most people know that I may not exactly be the friendliest person in the world or the most chipper or the best person in the world, but, and I will defend those that if I feel like they get a bad reputation or something like that, and I will say this, I've known Leanne for eight years now. Leanne has put up with a whole lot of shenanigans about (laughs) mine and Shannon's that most people would not have put up with. And she's came through in some situations for us to where we may have we may have needed some assistance in some endeavors that we'd gotten ourselves into. And she's always been there for us. I know some people have not said the friendliest of things or that she's the friendliest of people. And to those people, you're absolutely 110% wrong. Leanne's one of the greatest people you'll ever meet. She's one of the nicest people you ever meet. You just give her a chance to open up to you and... Like I said, she's probably like one of the nicest people I've met, and she's always been good to me. So shout out to Leanne. Shout out for being an awesome person. Shout out for putting up with Shannon. For God's sakes. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you do it. One more shout out. Okay. To Mama Montgomery. Shout out the, to Mama Montgomery. For all the same reasons. For all the same reasons. Having to deal with Lee. Yeah. yeah. I love Mama Montgomery. 
She's one of the nicest, greatest people ever. Like I said, she's put up with us doing some of the dumbest things ever. Even though she wasn't the happiest about us meeting Marilyn Manson. Yes. You know. I've done a lot of dumb things in life, but I think that one really frustrated her the most. Mm Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Mama Montgomery. Shout out to Leanne. Shout out to everybody listening to this. I really just like yelling the word shout out. Shout out to Shannon Stinson for actually doing this today with me. Um, Where can people find you on social media? If they want to give you a follow. This ought to be good. (laughs) I don't know. Go to Facebook. Look up Shannon Stinson. I knew I had to get that in there somewhere, folks. All right. <laughs> if you go to Instagram, you can follow the homie Shannon Stinson. You can follow him at SS Stinson. Or I guess that would be S Stinson 81 on Instagram. What? I have Instagram? You've had Instagram for years. Huh. Okay. So, you have it. SS Stin- or S Stinson 81 on Instagram. Follow him there. Uh, you can hit him up on Facebook, Shannon Stinson. Just Google it. He's not that hard to find. He's got two losers as his uh, Facebook profile pic. So there's that on there. And uh, you're on another form of social media, aren't you? I'm on MeWe. <laughs> he is on MeWe, folks. So if you're probably like the 99% of the people that are listening to this and are like, what's a MeWe? I can't tell you. It's what's going to kill uh, Facebook. It's going to be down with Facebook. Down with Facebook, huh? Down with Facebook. Start the revolution. So how do they find you on MeWe? Uh, go to W-E-M-E. Type in Shannon Stinson. So there's not many other Shannon Stinsons on the MeWe? I don't think there are many people pairing on <laughs> MeWe. They can't find you on Twitter anywhere? I don't think I've ever. I've only used Twitter once. And that's because I got points and uh, something that I was trying to get a gift card for. I remember that. I remember trying to get you more active into Twitter. I try to get more, a lot more people active in Twitter. And I love Twitter. Twitter's great just because, like, it's honestly, it's kind of, like, become my news source. News source for just everything going on in the world. Because it just trending topics get people more uh, fined out. Well, besides Shannon Stinson being the other form of news... You know, I, I do agree with that you watch. That's where you get your news. Because you really don't have to turn on TV or anything. Just follow Donald John Trump. Um, that's all you need to know. I don't know who that guy is. Who's that? The President of the United States. Uh, probably not somebody worth my time following. But that's where you get your news is Twitter. Yeah. I think I have some of those people blocked. Is there anybody else on Twitter but... Yeah, there's a lot of people on Twitter. There's Big Lee on Twitter, at Big Lee 756 on Twitter. Follow him. Which reminds me, once we're finished with this, i got to show you a thing on Facebook. Actually, two things on Facebook of people to follow, and I don't think you're going to be very happy with it. But what is happy to follow is following Big Lee's World on Facebook, at Big Lee's World. Just go to the search bar, type in Big Lee's World or Facebook.com backslash Big Lee's World. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, both at Big Lee 756. If you got any questions, comments, concerns about the podcast, send an email at Big Lee's World at gmail.com. Also, 
I want to give a special shout out to my boy Big P Passan, who is finishing up right now uh, on the BigLeesWorld.com website. So we're getting ready to launch that hopefully within the next couple of weeks. And it's going to be all sorts for all things going on with Big Lee's World. Uh, like I said earlier, Endeavors, it's going to be where all the new uh, podcast episodes are first. So really excited for that. Help Passan. Help Passan. Praise Passan. For those of you who don't know Passan, check him out on Facebook. Look him up. He's mutual friends with Shannon and I. Uh, real nice guy. He'll do the give the world for you. Uh, he does great work with technology and websites. So I'm really excited to have him working on this project for me. And like I said, thank you so much, Passan, for doing that. And we look forward to seeing the final product here in the next few weeks. So, with that, I want to thank Mr. Shannon Stinson for coming on here, taking time out of your non-busy schedule. Is there anything else we didn't get to talk about today that you want to talk about, or is there anything else you want to say for round two? No, everything be round two. Alright, perfect. Round two will be coming probably within a few weeks after we get another trip to Crossville under our belts and kind of get a little bit more organized here with some of the things that we didn't leave out or that we did leave out, and some of the things that we can't talk about on here, like I said, hit us up. You listen to it this much, we'll gladly tell you the stories off air. But once again, thank you, sir. As always, it's a pleasure. You've been one of my best friends for years now. I'm glad to have you as a friend. I love giving you a hard time. I know you love giving me a hard time, and I think that's what's kept us friends for all these years. I agree. All right, brother, we're signing off. As always, thank you.